ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, aunties, uncles, baby daddies, baby mamas, real dads, fake dads, stepdads, uh, dogs that season under the table. What up, though? What up, though? We are back with another episode of Mental Matters Podcast. I am one of your favorite hosts of all podcasts, Rich, with my brother from another, which I think at some point in time, their parents just gave me up for adoption, and then we just found each other. You see the college. <laughs> Jarrell is here. What up, brother? How are you? I'm doing well. It's good to see you again. It's good to be seen, better to be heard, and not viewed. Mm-hmm. Did I get the old person saying right? I think so. I don't know. I just made that up too. Anyway, no, I was gonna say it sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, shout out to it is officially the end of summer. It is tea season. Therefore, I have rose hips tea, ladies and gentlemen. I still don't understand what the hell rose hips is, but it's good though. It tastes good. Get the job done. Is it from like the the rose flower? Like it's like the petals or something like that? No, it is a brand. I'm looking at it because I'm in my dining room. It is a brand called Alveda. Okay. And they have a flavor called rose hips. And it still has not steeped because it just tastes like hot water right now. But eventually it's gonna hit. And I'm gonna explain what y'all taste like. Hold on, wait. Wait, give me another sip. <laughs> and then what kind of flavor mug? Bombay. In case you didn't know, I am a refugee from Wakanda. I just live here. Um, so are you one of those people who have to like dress up your tea? Like you got to put honey in it. You got to put a little bit of like a teaspoon of sugar or something like that. It depends. Um, okay. Some teas have their own distinct flavors, so you don't need to do all that. Like, one of mm-hmm. my favorite teas to have without sugar and honey and, well, I don't use sugar for anything, uh, that I use without honey and all the sweeteners and crap is blueberry. Blueberry tea has its own, like, potent but naturally sweet flavor. So mm-hmm. it works. So rose hips is kind of a similar similarity to it. Um, okay. Wait, let's see if it... A little bit better. Okay. So... Okay. That's just what it is. So, but yeah, man, we are back. I am healthy. Jarrell is here. Jarrell, you've been you've been real busy lately. Yeah, I've been a lot of busy lately, man. <laughs> you were correcting. Jarrell, you've been a lot busy lately, bro. Yeah. I'll be having to check in just to make sure you're breathing okay. Like, you know. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I don't even know how to get in your business right now. But I do want to say, I feel like we are in the generation. I'm I'm at, I'm I'm at that age where I feel like I'm getting old, but I don't feel old. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm getting wiser within my youth-looking face, and okay. all of my friends and family around, like the people I genuinely call family, are all at the point where they just like, "We're pregnant. We got a baby." And it's like, "Whoa, <laughs> another one." Yeah. It's not a teenage thing. It's like we're adults and we're supposed to be doing this type of stuff. And Jarrell's like, I got next. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay, dad. Yeah. Okay, parent. Show us how the big dogs get down. Because I don't know. <laughs> so, nah, 
you know, it's been, just, a, it's, been a, it's been a different thing. It's been an adjustment for sure. Like just like the idea of being a parent. But to to go back to what you said about us getting old, I tend to like try not to think of it as us getting old. It's just that like I see myself as not just as like reckless young anymore. Like, cause you know, you see like the other like 16, 17 year olds listening to whatever they listen to, dressing however they dress, wearing hoodies in a hundred degree weather, all that, you know, type of stuff. Let's, and it's just like, it's, it's just like, I'm not, I'm not that anymore, but it's like, I'm not, we're not necessarily like, oh, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I think we should start looking at it as just saying like, we're not reckless young or we're not, you know, um, like we're, our frontal lobe has formed properly and and we're able to think through and execute on decisions with a mature aspect right so yeah I, I just think like we we've crossed over from being reckless young so frontal lobes matter <laughs> that's, that's the, the proper term right, right? that's the proper term right like Listen, <laughs> frontal lobes matter ladies and gentlemen that's what this episode is called well i just want to formally say brother congratulations on enduring this next next step as you walk into fatherhood i know that we have yet to meet baby girl but i'm excited for you i'm excited for my sis mm-hmm. i ladies and gentlemen i still don't understand why, what people be seeing in me sometimes but <laughs> i am proud to say that i will be a godfather and have my first ever goddaughter I have mm-hmm. had no goddaughters in my life. <laughs> all godsons. So mm-hmm. this is going to be an experience for both of us, what you're talking about. Like yeah, yeah. I I don't know how to spoil them. I don't know how to love on them yet, but I'm just gonna follow your lead and I'm gonna just try to be like a pseudo dad when you mm-hmm. just feel like laying down and just fall asleep on the couch. Okay. So, <laughs> I appreciate that. The baby shower was, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta brag on my guy. <laughs> Listen, the baby shower was like wedding reception part two. Okay. They both came through with the clean fit, mm-hmm. and Jarrell did his best impression of East Side Daddy baby shower movement. Like the kid. <laughs> Rock the Burberry shirt. Mm-hmm. He had that boy open a little bit. I ain't, you know, hey, he had the, the invisible hamburger meats out here. The yeah, boy yeah. had on white slacks. The boy had on Detroit Edition 218 Air Jordan 2. Mm-hmm. And to put the icing on the cake, besides <laughs> the lineup, besides the crispy barrels, the boy wore. Some premium lenses, the Cartier, <laughs> the patented Detroit specials, the Cartier frame. The ki- what? I swear to God, y'all, when he mm-hmm. put them on, the man transformed into like super East Side Detroit rail. And I was just like, "You dog, you did it! You're really a super Saiyan." I, <laughs> I was just proud to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. That Jarrell bestowed upon us and became a super a super saiyan Negro mm-hmm. as a dad, <laughs> hailing from the east side of Detroit. What up, though? And ah. just came through and shout out to my dog who wants to be on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. 
I got a lot, of, a lot of good feedback <laughs> about my outfit at that baby shower. Like people who, I who I didn't have, it. people who I haven't even like texted in like six months to a year was just like, man, that was you. Like, wh- when did you start doing that type of stuff? And you know, like, what happened when you start popping out like that? Or whatever? <laughs> I'm just like, hey, like I'm the most modest person I know, but if the occasion calls for it, I just, I just have to do it. So it was, it was. It was fun, you know, like some people get dressed up for Halloween, some people cosplay at some of the, you know, the Yumicon events, and some people go to the wrestling events with their belts, their championship belts, but Detroit Baby Shower, I just I had to put on my stuff. <laughs> I had fun with it, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, when you say put on stuff, that boy put it on, okay? <laughs> he likes to put it on, he put it on, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but shout out to y'all and Gabby was just as beautiful as the day she was the bride and you know I can definitely tell that both of y'all are excited so I'm just happy for this next chapter so mm-hmm. like you're going to be a girl dad bro yeah so like what has been like I think like the transformative like process for you as you process between I'm gonna be a parent to oh, I'm about to be a parent to a baby girl. Uh, it's it's been I've been talking to like a lot of people, like a lot of a lot of uh, fathers who have daughters and sons because they give me like both perspectives. So it's like me internally, I've just been like asking and just praying for like more patience and like more gentleness because it's like I know that like I think I'm like a a well rounded like even kill person but it's like you can't negotiate with the with the newborn you know what i mean like, <laughs> there's no negotiation with that and then like as as she grows it's like i know how to be a man because i had that example in my life i had a mother I have a sister and it's like they showed me like what women should be i have a wife they show me what women should be and it's just but it's just like me being in a position of molding the outlook of a future woman that's a whole different thing than just looking at an example of what a woman to be so all of those layers and things is just the main the main thing that i've gotten from all of the fathers of girls who i've spoken to is just be present and set the example so she knows what she should look for and how men should handle themselves as she's gonna grow up and become a young successful woman right so those are two things that I've always gotten. Just be present and then always just show the example of what you should expect the man to be. I don't know if you can hear me crunching on these chips, but your boy has been running ragged. Okay. <laughs> Only because we're getting ready for this vacation. Mm-hmm. So I haven't eaten yet, y'all. So if y'all hear some cheddar and sour cream ruffles crunching in the background, just to mind y'all business. Anyway, it's a beautiful thing that you mentioned about just being present and patient, things of that nature. So, I guess when it comes to, like, I guess current examples besides your father, are there any current living and or not living examples of, like, a girl dad that you like? Oh, yeah. I'm taking stuff for him. Uh, so <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about that, right? So, you know, I feel like the term got coined 
unfortunately when Kobe passed, um, I feel like that's when it's like became like an actual term. So of course, like seeing those video clips, you know, when Kobe passed of like him holding his youngest daughter like in the holster and like dancing with her, or him, um, you know, sitting courtside with Gianna and him just like explaining to her like what the defense or the offense should be running, and then like the light bulb went off and she's like saying the exact same thing that he's saying while he's saying it, like just seeing like those moments. Um, so I look at like. Like just like Kobe, and then um, keep it like I guess like along like the lines of like celebrity, but not like a real athlete celebrity, but like Venus and Serena's father. Like I saw that movie probably like two years ago when it came out, and just like his, like he like it's funny because I mentioned like being gentle and being kind and patient, but it's like he was gentle, kind and patient, but to a certain extent. Right. Like he didn't <laughs> it's like he was raising his family and his girls and like Compton, California, <laughs> amongst like all of the craziness that we hear about and like Dre Snoop and Ice Cube music or whatnot. And it's just like I think that's the reason why he was so hard is because that environment required him to be. Um, so he was kind of like a like a chameleon. Right. So he kind of like groomed his girls to be able to survive in the environment they were and still demand excellence. So I look at his example of. You know, he didn't just raise like it's hard enough just getting like a successful kid just like to be, you know, financially stable or to be able to go on their own and not necessarily like depend on you as a parent. Right. But he was able to groom two of the world's best tennis players in the same house that were sisters. So it's like, how do you even do that? Like, how do you even like dream of that or even like attain that? It's just like so I look at, at him as an example of just being able to block out all of the noise of raising girls in the inner city in Compton, California in the eighties and being able to like, just push them to be what they are today. Um, so those are the two that come to my mind as far as a uh, girl dads, Kobe and um, King Richard. So the funny thing is that what you mentioned, Kobe, I definitely got, just got this from the gas station. Shout out okay. to Body Armor. They did a special edition super drink, uh, for Kobe, I believe this actually happened when he was alive. It was a mm -hmm. limited time thing. And then, you know, obviously upon his passing, they figured they brought it back. I believe that's how it went. But mm -hmm. it's a strawberry grape flavor. And I know how Jarrell feel about grape things. You know, grape is like his jam. Um, right, right. And I, that was no pun intended. But, no, it's really good. And I like it. So I want to have another sip. But I'll also mention that I may have seen King Richard only this year. Okay. As long as you saw it. I mean, it's, it's one of those movies that I feel like it didn't get as just due because of the pandemic. Like, people were still... I think it didn't get as just due because he was trying to slap sense in the neighborhood kids, but it was after he slapped sense in the Chris Rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I seen it anyway, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's very befitting of his character. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought it was a very, very beautiful movie, and not necessarily because Will Smith was in it. Let's be clear, mm -hmm. but it told the real narrative and story of the Williams sisters and their tennis legacy. Right. Like when I tell you, I was on the plane watching this movie, and mm -hmm. I was sitting there and like, "Man, it, excuse me, you got some tissue, like." <laughs> <laughs> it definitely had me in the fields, bro. Yeah. Um, 
So, see, for are you looking at the camera? Um, you know, it's hey, and rest in peace to the goat and the goats. You know, Kobe Bryant and you know that whole tragic moment with Gianna, and um, but we definitely take the good things, you know, and I don't know, man. I think I'm. I feel like in some instances, I'm almost as excited as you are that you're going to be a dad. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like, listen, I want y'all to know, ladies and gentlemen, this kid shoe collection is already like killing mine. Like, no, baby no. girl about to have colder kicks than your boy. <laughs> like, she already got some, uh, some, some undesing to do. And I'm just, just like, bruh. <laughs> She got she got grade school or um, preschool kicks already. Yeah, grade Listen, school too. <laughs> bruh, she got grade school heat. That mug ain't even stepped out the womb yet. Yeah, cold. That was my fault. I didn't know. I didn't know how kid sizes work. I didn't realize that it's like you got the infant, and you got toddler, and you got grade school. Then you got big kids, then adults. So it's like, <laughs> I like, think grade school is considered big kids. Okay. I think so, like that four through seven. Only because I got like, you know, my I got some sisters of mine that are like, they, women, I can't stand y'all on y'all feet. It annoys me because y'all mm-hmm. can teeter between men's sizes and kids' sizes. And when they mm-hmm. had kids exclusive that should be grown up shoes, they'd be like, guess I'm going to stick my tiny feet into these. Can't right, stand right. it. <laughs> well let them boys come out in full sizes or at least to that size 12 W and I like it I'm grabbing it it's mine mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um I'm definitely proud of you brother like I said I can't wait to meet baby girl but I'm sure that you have way more impatience at this point so if there is any advice that you can give to expecting fathers we are. We know the mother gonna get her shine. We know. We know mama gonna get all the love, and then the baby gonna get her. None of y'all get no love, and then your attention is gonna be split between baby and wife. So, I guess before I get into that part of this, what advice would you give new dads, like new dads to be, just being a new dad to be yourself? Um, I would say find other fathers to like glean advice from or to glean perspective from like that's helped me being a part of a a network of just diverse fathers so white black hispanic single fathers married fathers like the whole spectrum so that's that's been a very good help because it lets you know that like all your anxiety that you may or may not have um you know building the whole relationship with your spouse um, while she's transitioning, you're transitioning too, like managing all of those feelings, like having that group to just impart on you, like what they went through, it lets you know that like everything's going to be okay. What you're going through is not new, but it is your own individual um, transition. So these are the steps you could do to manage it accordingly. Um, but all in all, it just lets you know that, like, hey, I'm not crazy, <laughs> or like, or, or it lets you know that there, there, there are methods to to um to make the transition successfully. So I would say find a group of fathers that you could um have those conversations with. 
Um, and then secondly, I would say, like, I feel like I was, I've always been like a, a good husband, but transitioning to like teetering between husband and father, like that's a whole different like adjustment that I had to make because it's like, I went from just being like, oh yeah, like I come home, I unload the groceries, um, like, you know, fix stuff around the house. It came from just doing like that type of stuff to being like, you're a hundred percent like the servant of everything that has to happen in the house to continue to like flow. Um, so I mean, doing laundry now and not just your own, but <laughs> your spouse's laundry. Um, like I haven't cooked this much in like my entire life. Cause it's like, I'm the person. Wait, 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 you haven't cooked this much in your entire life. So since she's been pregnant, it's like cooking like at least like four. It's been times where I cook four consecutive days in a row, like all new meals. Oh or God. sometimes sometimes it'll be like, oh, I'll cook Monday. Then we have leftover Tuesday. She'll cook Wednesday. We'll have leftover Thursdays. And it's like Friday we'll do takeout. Sunday we have family dinner with the whole family. So you know what I mean? Like it's like now it's just like, yo, like she can't. It's not that she she can't make her own breakfast, but just like the whole transition of her body, like she's feeling different. She needs to sleep more. So like those things that are like that used to be easy for her are now a challenge. So it's like, OK, I find myself making her breakfast in the morning, making her lunch and packing it, um, making sure she has like her her morning tea. Um, you do you do more grocery store runs because if you run out of something that she's grown accustomed to having during this whole pregnancy transition and that's on you <laughs> to get that restocked. So it's it's just like those little things that like you didn't used to have to do before, but now they're like imperative that you do. Like that's that's kind of like a transition because it's not something that you could just like, you, you can't just say like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. It's like, no, like if you don't go and make her breakfast and lunch today, then it's like, you're not only just telling her like, it's, it's not like you just saying like, oh, go get lunch or whatever. Like go buy it at the cafeteria at your job or whatever. It, it's like, I think like they may feel it as being like, you're really just gonna let me go eat whatever. You're not gonna try to. <laughs> you're not gonna make. Wow, you don't care about the nourishment <laughs> in me and my baby. Wow. Right, right, right. So <laughs> it's like it's like hey. the stuff that you used to could just be like like when y'all wasn't pregnant. You could just be like, oh, I left a twenty on the counter for you. You know, go to McDonald's on your lunch break. Go to Chick Fil A on your lunch break. It's like now if you do that, it's kind of just like. It ain't no love in that. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't no, it's like, it's kind of like you're not prioritizing um, the health and the nourishment of the family anymore. So it's like those types of things. Now, granted, I know nothing about like being a dad, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I know nothing about being an expecting dad at all. So, like, I say this with that emptiness or that ignorance behind the statement. I personally feel. I think this is there you go. These are my kids now. You know what I'm saying? They just, <laughs> they just act like the world revolves around them. And I have three arms, man. I need to use two of them. Um I feel as if in this process, and I guess this is more so my advice to you and to all the expecting fathers out there, whether you just found out or you are like near the cusp of delivery like Jarrell is or anybody in between or even dads that have seen their child come into this world. 
don't forget to give yourself and mom grace mm-hmm. because I believe that one of the most important responsibilities that you have in this world is to be responsible for a child becoming an adult. Responsible for bearing a child, creating a child, bringing them to this world, welcoming them into this world, but also teaching them rights and wrongs, managing your time accordingly, mm-hmm. telling your boss, leave me the hell alone. I gotta go take care of my kid now. <clears throat> when you used to be the work workaholic. You know what I'm saying? So don't Jarrell for you, for all the expecting dads, but current dads, um, the OG dads can let me know how they feel about this statement. But don't forget to give yourself and mama grace because mm-hmm. one, no matter what the relationship is, whether it be a married couple, a co-parenting relationship, um, a couple that's figuring out this whole life thing and all of a sudden the kids here, give yourself grace because obviously past generations have made their missteps and got you to where you are today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just don't forget that part of the process. And I don't even know what pair of shoes I'm going to get baby girl first. But <laughs> it's going to be hard to beat you to the punch because Jarrell be quick draw. I'm going to talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that, listen, I want to get into this collection that baby girl got already. But I think we're going to wait until okay. I see you in person with it. I feel like the next time we'll really see I feel like the next time I'm really gonna see you in person, it's gonna be after baby get here. And I'm gonna be trying to like bring y'all food and I know it's gonna be a line out the door. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely <laughs> proud of y'all. I'm definitely happy and cannot wait to welcome baby girl to the world. And uh, you know. Hey, I know Jarrell gonna get a pair of shoes to celebrate baby girl coming into the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's gonna be his reason for getting them Jordan 11s that drop in December. Oh, no, no, uh, you can't afford to miss a layup when you win the playoffs. And if you know, you know, maybe we'll bring that to y'all in another episode of this podcast because <laughs> I think we are approaching time. But, um, yeah, man, I, I think we gave the people some good advice. Remember, you can stream this podcast anywhere you get your podcast, check the website at missamatterspodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, well, X, whatever, TikTok, um, <laughs> anywhere on social media, webs and interwebs, you should be able to find the Mental Matters Podcast there. Uh, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for over 100 episodes. And we still running into talking about. And, uh, yeah, Blake said, what up? Anyway, <laughs> we have the same. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, kids of all ages, I hope y'all parents are talking. I'm going to say right this up. What up, though, everybody? <laughs> what up, though? I was kidding. I told you I'm about to be crazy. You know me. I don't even know why you thought I was coming any different. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Jarrell, how you doing, brother? I mean, I'm doing really good. I'm, I'm excited. And uh, I don't know, I've just been enjoying like the last couple of seasons, you know. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I bet you have. 
<laughs> How about you, though? <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Um, I'll start by saying I'm definitely blessed and happy. I'm good. I'm, I'm present. And, uh, you know, I'm just navigating life, man. Navigating life. My wife still likes me as of 7.22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Summer is officially about to be. Seriously, nobody asked you. Um, uh, do you remember the 21st day of, of September? Um, I think that's today's date. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our point of fire. Um, you know, I'm here, man. I'm happy. And it's time to talk about one of my favorite things. Because once again, for I think the one, two, three, four. Is it fifth time? I think for the fifth time in our life, we doubled up. We twinning. No, oh, six. Six times. Six times. Yep. For the sixth time, we we twinning. Can you name all six? <laughs> Can I name them? Man, let me grab, let me grab my drink. Let me grab my Mamba Forever juice. Hold on, you got me. First off, I don't know. Second off, um, let's go. So I think we got the cool gray elevens. Yep. I know we got the fire red threes. Yep. I know we got the oh, dang probably seven. The Detroit twos, yep. Um, the playoff twelves, mm-hmm. um, the Toro Red sixes, yep. Um, no, I'm forgetting the Bordeaux sixes. I forgot about those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did see the Instagram name is Rich Love Kicks for a reason. Remember that. <laughs> um. And uh, I think today makes the last one, which is the um mm-hmm, the playoff eight. Did you say the Wakanda thirteens? I forgot the Wakanda thirteen. <laughs> I'm the one that coined the name, and he remembered before me. All right, he beat me on that one, but um. Yeah, so that's like eight or nine, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Great that's minds think alike. We both think alike. We both think alike. Somebody don't know what that is. That's your homework. No, that's what that is. I know, I know no who that is, man. No, who I sung like that song? <laughs> People don't be submitting their homework assignments. We just don't be checking homework. We wouldn't be good teachers. <laughs> we would not be good teachers at all. Not at all. But um, hey, it is what it is, bro. So yeah, man. I just been living life, you know, trying to keep my mouth shut in these streets. It ain't working. <laughs> if you know, you know. 
I be talking too much. He was like, Rich, shut up. Why you always talking, bro? Uh, I never say that. I know you would. You probably listen. Somebody done, somebody done said, I don't know, I'm talking mess. I don't know. Um, so Drew, I got a confession. Now, granted, mm-hmm. by the time y'all hear this episode, we're gonna be a little bit further down the road on this one. Right. I, I gotta keep this to the chest. You know, I got a, I had a confession to make. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, this ain't no Usher. <laughs> this ain't no Usher confession. This ain't no uh, this ain't no confessions part two. Right? Nah, we don't do that over here. <laughs> Never go, Eric Benet. <laughs> Let the baddest chick in the world get away. I don't even know what else to say. Never go, Eric Benet. Nah, they want to know. Yeah. So, Jarrell, you had a baby shower. You had a baby yep. shower recently. You had the most elaborate spread of a baby shower. You was just like put flowers <laughs> on <over> there. <laughs> Everybody gets bed, bathroom, beyond soaps, um, or bathroom body works, whatever the hell it was. I think it was the other one. Uh Y'all gonna get this dog ass, well seasoned fried chicken. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get this brunch. Y'all gonna love these spreads. We're gonna have this elaborate king and queen little situation over here with the love seat that I was scared to sit on. <laughs> We're gonna have this backdrop. We're gonna go crazy for baby girl. And I was like, wow. I wonder what it'd be like. I think I had a conversation at the shower. You know what the conversation was? Conversation was Elena literally said to me, See, we ain't gonna be playing no games if we have a baby and have a baby shower. I'm telling everybody to go eat that chicken and go shake that ass. It's gonna be a party. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, that's a ratchet. She literally said, People gonna be eating chicken and shaking that ass. And I was like, wow. Because mm-hmm. of how our wedding reception was, I can see that happening. <laughs> I can see it. Like, you had to be there. Like, I know I got some footage somewhere. I'll show it to you sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's that. But the other part of that is, it was I think I took one of my favorite bro pictures with you and Chris. Because it was like, I don't know, I feel like we never really get time to kick it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had to drag one of my best friends out of the out of his uh, house the other well, couple weekends ago. Um, because he texted me like, oh, by the way, I might be getting married on September 9th. I'm like, sir, what? Right. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> so that was like one of the only other successful times that we all got together to celebrate them, like, you know, it was like a, it wasn't really a bachelor party, but it was more so like a, bring your ass out of this house, we bought the roast you, and then we're going to give you some love. I think everybody that roasted the bottom of drink. So shout out to my bro, Jerron, shout out to this beautiful bride, and my new sis, Tequila. I'm very, very excited for y'all to be a part of this, this uh, family, <laughs> because that's just well, how we moving. Um, I got to kick it with my guys, kick it with my peeps. That was exciting. Um, 
I think I skipped over something. My bad. The other thing that was cool about this shower was me, Chris, and Jarrell took this picture. And I kid you not, it was one of the most ironic photos ever, 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 ever. And I think, yeah, Elena was looking all like dressed up and dialed up. She got her makeup done. She had a family photo shoot that day. I came, you know, coordinating with my yellow polos. I'm like, Every every black man he's a vibrant color, just like you know, do his thing. So we took these photos, and then twenty four hours later, something happened, Joe. You know what that was? We found out. I can't even happen. We found out that there's a new set of parents on the block. Yep. So what you're saying? <laughs> what I'm saying is, we found out that spring 2024, uh-huh. it ain't no shoes coming out. It's a baby coming out at the oh boy. And oh I was boy. Just, we literally <laughs> found this out 24 hours after your baby shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so us taking pictures with y'all as the godparents of baby girl Savannah <laughs> about 24 maybe like 30 hours after that I get a I get a yell Elena's playing renaissance you know in renaissance we playing nothing goes off but nothing comes on but renaissance it's just a whole you know if y'all listen to renaissance the album y'all know that album goes from beginning to end of non-stop motion mm-hmm. in some form or fashion. Um, she cuts Renaissance off. And I'm like, what's wrong? What is going <laughs> on? Are you okay? Uh-huh. She's like, oh my God, come here. I get in, I go where she's at. She's sitting in the bathroom and she pulls up the stick and I'm just like, Oh shit. <laughs> and um you know it's still resonating a little bit with me. It's still kind of fresh. But at that point we realized that we're gonna be parents come spring twenty twenty four. So um you know you everybody always talk about the perfect plan. And how you supposed to plan everything out to a T? Blah 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 blah. blah. Nine hundred that. <laughs> hey, it wasn't that that's the story. Uh, but it's not to say we won't plan from here on out. But it is to say that, you know, I'm gonna be a dad, bro. So <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sitting here. This is about probably a month later after we found out the news. Baby shot about a month ago, something like that. And uh, today she found out the gender and she won't tell me the gender. She's like, I didn't have a cute way of telling you the story. So I'm going to do a cute way to reveal the gender to you. And I'm like, don't do that. Just tell me the day on gender. <laughs> Am I going to be a boy dad? Or am I gonna be a girl dad? I want to know as soon as possible. 
don't play with me. I want to take my baby to Wakanda and put them on the throne. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah. Chapter up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what was, what was kind of like, like, between now and finding out, like, have you been kind of like on like a roller coaster or have you been, has, how has it been like settling in? Is it still like not real? Um, I don't know if it will ever be real until baby gets there. We still got like, you know, probably like seven months or something to go at this point. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be a roller coaster. But I think between finding out and keeping this news from people, like, we still haven't told our parents yet at this point in time. Um, we're trying to figure out the best way to tell them and surprise them and present to them that they're going to be a grandparent from us. Um, so we ain't got there yet. But for me, it's definitely a lot of things that have changed already, just in my behaviors, just in, like, my mannerisms, you know, me being I, – I, I realized around, like, this time last year, I wanted to be more present as a husband. And I've definitely been more intentional about doing that. Not to say I think I was slacking it off, but I want to be more intentional as a husband, you know, to my wife because she deserves that and more. But now I also find myself being more present, not only, you know, just checking in on her, but, you know, for obvious reasons, making sure that she's 100% as comfortable as possible. And, you know, from things such as like, are you hungry? So, like, you got any. <laughs> Random cravings to like, you know what I'm saying? No, no, don't, don't lift that. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, that type of stuff. So it's definitely been a roller coaster. Um, it's definitely been a change of, I, 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 I catch myself sitting, staring at her a little bit more than I usually do. Like, wow. My baby mama harder than a lot of you niggas. She <laughs> did one, honey. It's a lot of you niggas. <laughs> like, Classic. hey, <laughs> hey. Classic bars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Super Bowl goes. My wife in the crib feeding the kids liquid gold. We in a whole different mode. Listen, I do not believe that there are twins at all. Let's make that clear. But <laughs> I think Jarrell probably had one of the best Facebook statuses of 2023. That man said, I'm bringing back the, the early 2000s. Got my baby girl, and she about to drop my baby girl. Oh, and boy. I was like, <laughs> we bringing it back, baby. No better love, young Chris. <laughs> no. It's even funnier because at one point in time, I just knew Dave Chappelle was going to make a skit to that video because my man that's singing the hook looks just like Dave Chappelle with like a with a kangol on. Like, you yeah. can't tell me I'm lying. <laughs> Can you picture that skit with him like... <laughs> like, it would have been classic, Dave. You can still do this. Uh, but, uh... It's about to be a house of six, man. Three pups, three humans. Mm -hmm. And uh, I definitely got all the orientation training I need between, like, my nephew and my other godchildren. And obviously with your baby girl coming, uh, all the way down to, like, when I, all the way down to 
Shout out to I ain't even gonna do that because I don't even think she went public yet on her platform. But shout out to the family. Shout out to the homies that she too still. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, I don't like to tell the other people's news. But I'll tell my news. Your boy gonna be a daddy. <laughs> oh, I, of all people, I of all people gonna be responsible for a little human. And that it doesn't scare me, but it just shocks me that God was like, he ready. I'm like, whoa, big fella, you sure? Um <laughs> But I guess the question is, Jarrell, do you think you'll ever be ready to be a father? Of course you are. What does that um, mean? Oh, okay. So, Got it. Speak life into me then. This is something I don't know about, brother. There you go. No, um, so like my, 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 my mental, my, I guess like my perception about like our generation becoming parents, right? It's like I've seen like so many people, whether it be family, whether it be people in church, whether it be just people I know as acquaintances that have like done it wrong. Like they, they had the wrong spouse. They had the wrong like timing they had like no stability or anything and they're still able to like somehow at least on the appearance of it like make it with like raising a kid and everything so the fact that like we have stability in our housing stability at work um enough money to just go and do stuff on shock drop days you know what i mean like <laughs> having, having those like lives like I don't think we could ask for, I mean, of course you could ask for better, but I think we're in a position to where we're not unstable to where um, our decisions will harm the well-being or the foundation of our children. I can see that. But you know what this means, right? What that mean? You know, all this, between us both about to be kids. I mean, about to be parents and have kids. See, I'm talking crazy. <laughs> I think the thing that, I, for me, anyway, it ain't about to be popping up with no shoes no time soon unless I got at least two pair now. I hear you. <laughs> That's a cold I got, world. I got a co-worker who that happened to, he will buy shoes for himself and his wife would be like, well, what about your daughter? <laughs> so he couldn't come in with, without two pairs. Mm-hmm. I just, so that's what I'm thinking about these days. I'm processing it all. I'm trying to get myself mentally together for it. But, um, I mean, we're going to do this thing. And, you know, I'm not nervous about welcoming this baby into the world. I'm wondering what the, <laughs> I wonder what the gender is in all real life. But um, whenever Elena decides to let me know in her own sweet little way, and whenever we announce this to the world via the social medias and interwebs and all that other stuff, that's when we'll drop this episode. So if you're just not hearing this episode, it's because you've probably seen it on social media that the Winfrey's are expecting a little one. I don't know gender. My wife knows. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the time I hear this, hopefully I know. So, um, yeah, man. So, that's what's going on over here, man. So we've been a lot planning and trying to prepare episodes and all this other stuff. When all actuality, we've been trying to find free time because like we've been preparing <laughs> preparing a house 
<laughs> to be at home where the little ones can roam. And we're going to have play dates with the kids <laughs> while we record <laughs> upstairs <laughs> or record anywhere <laughs> in the podcast studio that was going to be here at Fort Winfrey mm. is now going to be probably a nursery. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so here's what it is. So I'm excited. I can't wait. And we'll get the rest of this stuff down packed when it's time, but that's the purpose of this episode, y'all. Dads matter. <laughs> What's the uh, oh, I didn't get to do my Tyrese cry. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when we called the Mitchells, it was like Congratulations. But that was all Gabby. It was so funny. It was the funniest thing ever. Because granted, I believe that when you're pregnant, you have all these extra like, you know, emotions and things of that nature. Hormones is going wild. So she's already like, you know, dealing with her own emotions. And then we dropped the news on her, like I think 48 hours or something like it was like that Wednesday after. So now she's crying and she looks like Tyrese while crying. Like, congratulations! (laughs) (laughs) And that, my friend, brought me instant joy. You know, you just be happy for your people when they get their things and they accomplish things. I think the most interesting part of this journey will be trying to get uh, getting wifey across the graduation stage for her master's degree. While baby is new into this world, let me tell you how that's about to be a time. Yeah, I'm about to be. <laughs> I'm about to be with the most secure stroller or baby strapped to me. Mm-hmm. I'd sure want baby, my baby, with our baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, and four loves it. Four loves the idea. So the last thing I'm gonna mention. See the difference is between y'all pregnancy. And our pregnancy here is that these months, mm-hmm. they whole behavior switch. Okay. Like they went from being like this on me to being mm-hmm. like this on mama. And I'm just like, what's going on with y'all? Why y'all mm-hmm. all on her all of a sudden? And then mm-hmm. when we found out the news, it was like, they heard the heartbeat. Okay. They know it's a little human in there, and that's wow. why they protect her. It's crazy. Wow. It's a very crazy <laughs> phenomenon, and I promise we'll get into that soon. But um, for the purpose of this episode and what we got going on, Jarrell, is there anything that you want to impart on our listeners, on our crowd, before we shut your car off, and so you can go be <laughs> one with the Lord for for the rest of the day? Man, I feel like we said so much. Um, I don't know. It's just these are all of the news of, of, of pregnancies and people growing families and everything. Like my heart is just full of joy, and you know we're not too far away from my favorite season. Well, actually, we are in my favorite season today. It's like the first day of fall, right? So, so. It's, it's about to be it's about to be apple cider and and, and, and Tim's baby donuts. Campfires, oh, <laughs> bonfires, and and, and Thanksgiving ain't too far behind that. So yeah, it's 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 joyous time right now. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna lighten up on the cigars having, but 
We definitely got a tequila we got to break open. But in the spirit of all things, I'm overjoyed. I'm happy. I know this this old man behind me on this photo that I keep in my dining room will be very, very proud that I'm mm -hmm. giving him a grandchild. Um, I do wish that he could have been here to meet the grandbaby, but I know in his own weird way, he's sitting up there like, that's my boy. You know, mm -hmm. some old man statement, whatever <laughs> he would say. He, he was old as hell even when I was an adult. So, uh, <laughs> so there's that. But I definitely have some big shoes to fill, and I want to teach this child everything that my dad did teach me and the lessons that he showed me from all his behaviors. And I'm not going to bash the man because he's not here to defend himself. But my dad taught me a lot of things, good and bad, that I think helped prepare me to be the best version of a father I can be. So I'm not saying I'll be perfect, but, I mean, hey. <laughs> from the boot camp I'd have been through with the friends of family and things of that nature, having their kids over here and all their treacherous ways that they had in our house. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be good. We're going to be straight over here, baby. So, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> So yeah, um, I have no other important news. That is basically the end of this episode. But I promise you can get this in every past episode up to this point and everything in between <laughs> because <laughs> this was recorded a while ago at this point. Mm -hmm. um, we're probably, we're definitely at a, <laughs> we're in first trimester now, but by the time y'all hear this, we're going to be probably well into second. So mm -hmm. That being said, make sure you get the podcast at mentalmatterspodcast.com anywhere you stream it, anywhere you listen to it, especially Apple Pods, um, iHeart, Spotify, SoundCloud, the list goes on. Um, check us out on social media, um, your favorite social media platforms. Make sure you check out the Mental Matters Podcast. Look for one of our mugs. You'll see us. We are there. And the merch is still available. So grab It's hoodie season. Grab your mental matters hoodie, whether it be the normalized black mental health, whether it be life is short, or rather it be the OG merch, as we call it. I definitely got to go buy something to match these playoff eight things you're talking about. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're going to move into this new season with Grace and a smile on our face and drill you up first. So <laughs> I'll see you after baby's born at this point. I'm going on vacation. By the time I get there, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be on your way to the uh, on your way to the delivery room. So, um, but by the time I hear this, Jarrell gonna be asleep with a baby on his chest. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for rocking with us this time, and we still ain't going nowhere, but we here. So let's just kick it. And remember, your mental matters, and that's why we here. So stop licking your brother. It's weird. This is dogs, not people. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> With that, we out of this day and drink your water, bad. Bad.